Good morning and welcome back, everybody. It is Friday, July 24th. My name is Darian Phillips. I am joined by your co-host, Simran Sandhu. And as always, it is an absolute pleasure to have you join us on today's episode of The 5-Minute Drill, brought to you by Up5 Media. And to get things rolling on this beautiful Friday morning, we'll go ahead and start with some recent action going on in the Capitol. Yesterday, the Senate passed its version of the National Defense Authorization Act, which is a $740 billion bill setting policy for the Pentagon. The bill was passed on a 86 to 14 vote in the Republican-led chamber. However, moving forward, policymakers are bracing for some major pushback from the White House as President Trump has previously threatened to veto the bill over a provision removing Confederate names from military bases. And Democratic lawmakers introduced a new bill yesterday that would cancel student loan debt if the individual has filed for bankruptcy due to the global pandemic. Specifically, this would apply to people who've accumulated large medical bills in the past three years or for those that have become unemployed over the past seven months. And yesterday also brought another record-breaking increase in U.S. coronavirus infections, climbing by more than 71,000 over the 24-hour span, and now the country is just shy of 4 million cases in total. That being said, health departments across the country have been thrown back into panic mode as COVID-19 tests are quickly running out, causing these agencies to start being selective on which patients actually receive testing. And alongside the rising coronavirus infections come the weekly unemployment claims. Last week, initial jobless claims surged by 1.4 million, and this is the first time in almost four months where claims have increased. Now, as states begin to roll back reopenings, we could see this trend continue over the next few weeks, and it's safe to say investors are worried. Stocks for all major U.S. indexes fell yesterday as share prices for companies such as Amazon, Apple, and Tesla all dipped between 3 to 5%. And we've got more earnings reports than one man can cover. So we're going to go ahead and split it up for you today, listeners. I'll go and start with two companies and then I'll pass it off to Simi to wrap things up. That said, up first is Twitter, who presented investors with a mixed bag of emotions yesterday. The company reported strong user growth with an increase of 12% in their daily user base. But unfortunately, that wasn't enough to mitigate the effects that this crisis has had on the company's advertising revenue. And as a result, Twitter's total revenue fell by 19% last quarter. And we also got the chance to hear from AT&T yesterday, but the news wasn't much better than what Twitter had to offer. Even though the company released its HBO Max streaming service earlier this year, they still have a looming cloud of doom sitting over their head as investors remain unsure about the future prospects of its satellite TV business. And if we keep the flow going, Unilever's hygiene division, which includes Dove Hand Soap, Cleaning sprays and hand sanitizer experienced a 26% sales increase in the second quarter, which helped the company beat analysts' expectations. As for the airline industry, when it rains, it pours, and Southwest Airlines posted nearly a $1 billion loss, and they expect passenger travel to remain low until a vaccine or treatment is developed. In the meantime, Southwest and its fellow airlines plan to cut more flights, according to the Wall Street Journal. And we ended yesterday's episode by talking about Tesla, so let's switch it up and talk about Elon Musk's other successful company, SpaceX. The space company is in talks to raise $1 billion at a $44 billion valuation, and that's not too bad for a company that is looking to commercialize space travel, and who knows, maybe one day you'll be listening to the 5-Minute Drill while you're hanging out on Mars. 
But jokes aside, that's all we've got for you today. And we look forward to catching you bright and early Monday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news. 